Happy 300th episode of the Anxious Therapist podcast. Wow. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. 300 episodes? That doesn't even include the mini episodes. That's freaking wild. And I cannot thank you all enough for being here. Whether you pop in and out of the pod, this is your first episode, or you have binged them all, I'm grateful to share this space with you. I have a really juicy episode planned for today based around a real conversation I had with a therapy client the other day. And I wanted to bring this conversation into this space. I think it's an important conversation and an alternative way of looking at our behaviors that could be life-changing for you. So without further ado, let's dive in. We're going to take a peek today into some of your behavioral patterns, the things that you tend to do often. And how we can make changes to those behaviors to better serve you and the people around you. We have tendencies, you know, think about the things that you do that you're like, oh, I always do that. For example, I always overextend myself. You know, if someone needs a favor, I got you. Whether that means losing sleep at night, working more hours to cover somebody's shift, you know, running an errand for somebody, whatever it might be, you know, I always overextend myself. Or, you know, I never ask people for help. I don't really ask for anything because I don't want people to feel put out. You know, I don't want them to feel like I'm taking advantage of them or that they have to help me now they're obligated. And, you know, I don't want to make them uncomfortable if they don't want to help me. And now I've just asked them to and they don't want to say no. Right. So I never ask for help. Okay. You think about these things where you're like, I never do this or I always do this. People pleasing tendencies, for example, or control freak tendencies, even perfectionism. What are some of those key behaviors that you are engaging in on a regular basis. I want you to think about those things right now. And I want you to think about who does that benefit? Somewhere along the road, you probably adapted that behavior to survive your environment or because that was how the people who raised you in this world behaved, right? So you were just mimicking what you were seeing displayed and modeled for you or you needed to behave that way in order to make it through you know your childhood or a bad relationship or something like that okay so these behaviors served a purpose at some point however now they're likely not serving you when you say I always overextend myself 
I make myself available even when I'm not. I break my own boundaries to serve other people. And, you know, I sacrifice my time, my mental health, my energy, my resources for the sake of other people. And what happens as a result of that? Well, it leads to burnout. It leads to resentments, disappointment, feeling like your needs don't matter, just to name a few. And on the flip side, what I really want to take a look at today is what does that do to your relationships and the other people involved? So if you are constantly overextending yourself, you're doing favors for people, you're constantly, you know, feeling burnt out and drained and feel like people are always taking advantage of you and your kindness, like if you get to that point, how does that benefit the people around you? In the short term, you know, the other person's getting their needs met, right? That's great for them. But what about the fact that that other person isn't learning how to take no for an answer now? They're not learning how to build healthy boundaries in a relationship. They're not learning conflict resolution. If you just say, yes, 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 you're the yes man all the time. Now this other person is missing an opportunity to receive a no. To, you know, lean on a different support. So let me give you like a really concrete example so you can wrap your head around this. If I have a friend who, uh, you know, reaches out to me every other day in crisis, they're just like, oh, my mental health is so bad. And like, I just need to talk or, you know, you have that friend who's constantly texting you to quote unquote vent or, you know, complain about life. And it's just like always really negative, but you consistently show up for this person. You are a voice of reason. You offer support and advice and feedback and you're encouraging and you're so loving. And this has been going on for months, like as long as you can remember, this is a regular occurrence. If you allow that to happen, and you're feeling burnt out, you're drained, you know, you see that person's name pop up on your phone, and you're like, oh, again, like, I just know what this is going to be. And I just don't have the energy for it. But you continue to show up. You continue to overextend yourself and strain yourself for the sake of what this person is coming to you for okay that's our example you continuing to forego your boundaries and put yourself in a position where you are giving more than you have to give and feeling depleted that resentment alone can destroy that relationship But your friend now is not learning how to balance this relationship and respect another person's boundaries or receive the word no or the feedback of, hey, I'm not in a place to offer support right now. Do you have anybody else you could chat to, right? Being able to say that, like I'm sure some of you are cringing at the idea of ever telling someone who comes to you in crisis, like, hey, I'm not able to support you, but, you know, is there someone else you could talk to, right? Because you're like, well, what if they don't have anyone else, you know? What if something bad happens if I am not the one who's there for them? 
This is what I'm talking about. By always being the rescuer, the person who foregoes themselves for the sake of everyone else, you think that you are doing all this good in the world, providing for others, being so selfless, when in fact, we are perpetuating this person's lack of ability to seek other resources, to be independent, to have difficult conversations, right? And we're allowed, we're kind of enabling their behavior of continuing to vent and complain and not engage in problem solving resolutions. And so when you think about it that way, it takes the pressure off of you. If you're a people pleaser and you find yourself you know, not wanting to spend time with certain people who you feel taken advantage of, or you're like, I just want to crawl in a hole and be by myself because people just take and take and take and I have nothing left to give. If you're finding yourself in that position, I want you to think about how your behaviors are perpetuating the problem. How you, people pleasing and giving more than you have to give engages in the cycle and keeps it going rather than saying to a friend, you know, like, Hey, I love you. I love our relationship. It's really great. I'm really grateful for us right now. I'm not in the space to offer support, right? Or telling your coworker, Hey, I know you've been able to count on me the last few times you needed someone to cover your shift this time I'm just not going to be able to right when you say those things when you say no when you set boundaries when you do what feels better for you even though it's a little uncomfortable because you're used to being a people pleaser when you do that you're not only benefiting yourself but you're benefiting the other person too because you're challenging them to look beyond just your support to ask somebody else for help to use their own you know self-validation rather than just venting and complaining to you and asking for your advice like now they have to look inward and say okay what should I do I can't just listen to what Jacqueline thinks I should do what what do I inherently know that you know I need or or should do right now and you now have created that opportunity for them to grow as well So by, you know, engaging in certain behaviors is not only harming you, but it's also harming the other person. And because I know how our brains work, those of us with anxieties and who tend to be really highly sensitive or um, empaths, we're constantly trying to protect the people around us from having to feel the big feelings that we know are so uncomfortable, right? So it's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Let me just take care of you because I don't want to see you hurting. I don't want to see you struggling. And I'm here to tell you that if you are not the source of pain, meaning you are not abusing anybody, you are not bullying, you are not inflicting harm, but you are setting boundaries, you are challenging someone, you are benefiting both of you. And this is your permission slip to take a look at the resentments in your life. Are there any people or places or situations that you are feeling resentful toward right now? 
where you feel taken for granted or taken advantage of. I want you to really evaluate those situations, whether it's at work, in your personal life with some of your friends. Like I literally, I don't do crisis um, sessions with my clients unless it's planned ahead of time, right? Like, like, let's say we're, you know, deep in some trauma work and I'm like, Hey, let's meet twice this week just because I feel like you could use the extra support. Otherwise I don't do in the moment crisis sessions. So if a client emails me and says, you know, I'm really struggling. It's an emergency. Can you chat? I say no. And then I provide other resources. Hey, I, we've got our session next Tuesday. You know, in the meantime, if you need a little bit of additional support, here are a couple of resources you can plug into since I don't offer that immediate crisis support, right? And by doing that, I'm honoring my own boundaries of not checking emails in the middle of the night, you know, turning off, silencing all of my notifications and challenging my clients who, yes, are high risk and could be at great need in those moments to rely on additional resources and supports. I don't want to be the only one who you feel like you can rely on. That is a codependent relationship. I am empowering my clients to feel independent and have this sense of self that is not reliant on anybody else, any other singular person, but rather a resourcefulness to be able to plug into other options when they feel like they're struggling. And I want you to be able to do the same thing. If you find yourself like losing sleep at night because you tried to set boundaries and you feel really terrible and you know, what if something bad happens? Like we've all had that friend or maybe you've been that friend that is coming to you in crisis all the time and you feel obligated to drop whatever you're doing and provide as much support as they need because that's what good friends do, right? That's what's been drilled into us. Well, I kind of want to challenge that because we're taking away that person's opportunity to problem solve on their own, build a bigger support system so that all of their eggs aren't in one basket and build a healthy, truly healthy relationship, one that has boundaries. So when you think about it that way, it really benefits both of you. And now you don't have to feel guilty. I hope this was the loving reminder that you needed to have those tough conversations. Be willing to say no when you do not have the capacity to say yes. Or if you just don't want to say yes, that's okay too. You are a unique divine individual with their own wants and needs and those deserve to be heard and accepted by the people around you so continue to push for what's best for you while doing no harm and no intentional harm to the people that you love and the people that you care for this was kind of a kick in the butt episode 
I hope it challenged the way that you think about setting boundaries and having tough conversations with people. I know that you can do this. I wouldn't bring a topic like this to the podcast if I didn't think that you could implement what I'm talking about. So go forth, have the tough conversations and improve those relationships. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.